Welcome, Chicago Bears sports fans, to another edition of Bearing It All with Mark and Chris. And we're here today to celebrate the victory against the Carolina Panthers. Isn't that a great win, Chris? Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but uh, a win is a win. And right now we have, we got to take them however we get them. It's true. I agree. It wasn't pretty. But our defense is what uh, really, uh, really saved us today. That was a beautiful uh, exhibition by them, I thought. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you hold them to no touchdowns and just field goals. Yeah, six points, uh, what, three sacks. Yeah, I mean, our our failure tonight was the, uh, the special team. Here, here it is, actually. I'm sorry to interrupt. Three sacks, nine QB hits, six tackles for a loss, 1.9 yards per carry allowed to running backs, uh, one play allowed over 15 yards. Uh, and uh, Montez Sweat, uh had another good game. Um, this guy is going to become a, a hero in Chicago. He generated eight pressures in his second game with the Bears, the most by the Bears pass pressure since Robert Quinn. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah That's it's, a good name. Well, you know, I was telling you today that we had three sacks, We and nothing's changed other than the addition of him. So he's obviously making a difference. People are, are, are you know, uh, concentrating on uh, him and other guys are getting in there. Yeah, and you know what the other thing is? It, it fascinates me because a lot of times it's, it's that money, right? And uh, he's fucking earning it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, these men, are they're, they're competitors, you know. Like, hey, the, the money's nice, but this is a profession that really, really makes them happy, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, no, no. I think uh, this will go down as uh, one of uh, Cole's... Uh, Greatest moves, I think. I really, really believe in it. Oh yeah, other than that, DJ Moore <laughs> move. That oh was, yeah, that was that's number one. That's that's going. <laughs> that's the best trade in Bears game. history, I think. For uh, sure. Yeah, that For was sure. beautiful. I mean, I'm going to call DJ Moore. I'm going to I'm going to say it. I'm going to stick with it. He's a Steve Smith. Uh, he's talented. That's for sure. No he's doubt. Raw. He is raw. Yeah, he's a special human being. He is a great athlete, and I think he just needs to be added more to every play. I, If I was a quarterback, I would be throwing his direction all the time, whether it's picked, whether it's, you know, whatever happens, but I'm going to rely on him. Yep. Agreed. Oh, man. This team. I swear to God, that first half. Uh, you know, when you before you recognize how well the defense is playing, all you see is your offense struggling, and it's like, what a garbage game! What a garbage team! I swear, I don't even understand why they're struggling so hard against this this terrible team that was not just terrible but banged up. I mean, there's so many starters missing, but uh, hey, no, I, I, I mean, I, I have to agree with you. Tonight was the first night that I could. Honestly, say when you were telling me, "Hey, I just can't wait till Justin is back." Like he, it's his team, and and I, because I'm just so torn in between. I really, really, really like Bajan. Bajan, yeah. But I also know, like you reminded me several times, and even on this podcast, you've reminded me. That Justin is just a special athlete. He is. He and, is. And and I can see a lot of that right now. 
I could honestly see a lot of those things just because, you know, uh, Tyson played tonight. He played scared. You know, he had a bad game. He lost the game. He knows it. And he took ownership. And tonight he played scared. I noticed it too. I noticed it too. It was, uh, you know, and it seems to be the natural thing that happens to these rookie quarterbacks after a game like that. You know, they just get so used to winning and so used to making those throws and they suddenly have to face reality. They don't believe it. The coaches tell them and they don't believe it. They still test these cornerbacks and they get caught every time. <laughs> and, yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, tonight with with Tyson, what, what I liked about it, even we watched the little, you know, the uh, after the interview. That he's on sitting on uh, in the booth or on the on the stage with uh you know with the the, the panel oh he deserves flowers for his <laughs> poise I swear he's he's everything that you want in a in a, in a player uh great teammate good athlete took responsibility last week uh, in such a wonderful way he's gonna earn the trust of all of his team but in the end of the day this is something to be impressed by you know he's a two for two as an undrafted rookie and distributed the ball well i mean I've, I've liked everything i've seen with them i'm just excited that for the next two to three years we don't have to worry about a backup quarterback hopefully absolutely i think you're right on with that i think he is you know could he possibly be a potential starter who knows but i love his demeanor i love his his poise. I love his interaction with the players. Mm -hmm. I love that he has that, you know, just that that uh, that feel good knowing when you do something good, knowing that you know he he uh, he really really sells his image and his his personal gain on his teammates, his players. He's always giving that recognition to those other men on the squad oh absolutely raised a winner i i love when uh they keep asking him about whether or not he pictured himself here and he keeps politely telling him that he did and i love that that's the law of attraction that's a, that's an athlete who says i'm gonna make it to the nfl and he just you know believed he, in it no he, and he said he believed it and his family believed mm -hmm. it. and so that's that's, that's important. huge absolutely yeah, that's uh, that's not you're born with a immensely talented uh, uh, sports athlete kid who you know no one else in the family plays sports. You know, this is uh, we're gonna do our best to make you you know successful. No, absolutely. You know, and I want to go back and you know let's let's break it down a little bit, right? Let's break it down the game as far as what what uh, where we feel that we made. Tremendous, you know, improvement. And I would say tonight, our defense. Oh, yeah. Our, our, our defense, you know, they, they showed up and they basically won it for us. Oh, yeah. TJ Edward, um, Jack Sandburn were pretty much lights out tonight, other than that drop pick. <laughs> but, uh, Kyler Gordon, I haven't. I can't say enough about that kid. He's he's going to be one of the best in the NFL. Oh he was goodness. all over the field today. He was he best game tonight that that, he, that he's played. Coming back off injury, you know, he missed a couple of games, 
And tonight he was just all over the place. Yeah. Whether he was defending, whether he was applying pressure, whether he was blitzing. I mean, he was all over. I agree. Very happy with him. Um, uh, that uh, secondary of ours is going to be great. If we can generate a pass rush, a consistent pass rush, that defense is going to start humming. Oh, yeah. Because those guys would have a lot more um, a lot more turnovers if we had uh, more pressure on those quarterbacks. Imagine just Brisker, Gordon, and Johnson. Holy shit. Yeah, we have that to. trio. We have to resign Johnson. Yeah, you I mean, have to. Yeah, regardless of how much you know, I know he's asking for right now, but we can't let a player like that leave the building. And then you got Sweat, and then you got Edwards, and you well, That's what. That's what you know. It's so simple. I know it sounds logical, but in the NFL, it's just literally who has the most talent on their team. I mean, it's not even coaching is important, but uh, to really win, you need a strong group of. Highly talented players, and and we're not seeing that with a lot of teams this year. Like no Patriots, uh, no talent on that team whatsoever. No, but the top, Arizona Cardinals, you know, the top five teams that you're seeing, like you just, well, you just mentioned, they're stacked, and that's where you have to begin. You have to start with that, right? Well, just the Bears getting Montez Sweat already increases us, you know, past the. Uh, you know Arizona and uh, and uh, Carolina, and you know, my point is is that you know we keep climbing up that uh, that perennial. Oh yeah, that and how many sacks did the the defense have tonight? Yeah, three, three, and that's just because of one player. Yep, ninety eight. The pressure, the double team, opens the door for other players. Yep, to have that opportunity. No, I was thrilled. That was a wonderful game. They uh, they improved a three and seven overall, and we're two and two. No, two and zero. Oh, I mean, and mm-hmm. Thursday night football. So that's kind of odd. Uh, here's some uh, offensive stats: Beijing twenty for thirty three, hundred sixty two yards. Foreman twenty one carries, eighty yards, one yard, uh, one touchdown. More five receptions, fifty eight yards. Defense had three sacks. I still think Fields would have lit up this defense though. It's a shame we couldn't have saw that. <laughs> that would have been nice. Well, I'll give you that. I think he would have. I think he would have had maybe the, that night like he did against the Commanders. I mean, I think he would have had that. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> what do you What do you think of that? Uh, the false start in the victory formation isn't no. that just classic Bears? Or I mean, what the hell? That's the I just thing. I don't even know if that was the refs throwing a stupid flag or the Bears not even understanding how to how to how to uh, how to the, how to do get into a victory formation. <laughs> it's like they don't understand how to kneel a ball. It's like we can't end the game like just you know on a good note. Really the, with a yellow flag. I mean, we are probably one of the worst teams. In the NFL, I mean, I would say we're top two with the most flags every game. I mean, we have to have the most flags against an opponent every fucking game. It's true. And last year, we weren't that bad. We weren't penalized nearly as much. Um, But give the Bears credit. This is the one game they had to win more than any other game this year. This is the one. Uh, This ensures that uh, Carolina... Um, drafts before them, you know, obviously, unless their record gets better. But, uh, but yeah, uh, 
I keep thinking of this victory formation. <laughs> yeah, you, and and then you have to remind me. I can't. I'm yelling, fucking holding on every column, <laughs> and and we got maybe one or two tonight. Yeah. On a, you know going for us, so it, it's just and and I blame I blame that on coaching. Yeah. Having their their players prepared. I mean, why can't we fucking sometimes take a timeout burning because we we probably probably have been the the only team that thinks that we can save fucking timeouts yeah. and take them with us and start them over. Hey, how uh, how bad do you think Eddie Pinero wanted to make that fifty nine yarder? <laughs> that piece of shit, fucking really fucking bad. Because guess what? When he was with us. Yeah, that could, motherfucker couldn't make shit. Yeah, he missed five in one game, remember? Oh, my. Don't uh, get me started with man. that little fucker. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but, uh... But Santo, Santo, Santo yeah. was perfect tonight. Seriously, he's, he's like, like Pro Bowl level. So we gotta give him a game ball. We have to give no, him I agree. tacos. Yeah, we'll wait for Flusa's locker room video. <laughs> They're always so boring, but... Um... You believe the Bears are going to have the number one pick in the NFL draft two years in a row? That terrible. We used to be a proud team. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, honest, we used to be good. Like, people didn't want to play against our defense. No. <laughs> I mean, that was the, the only thing that you would – you hated playing the Bears because they're going to run the ball. And defensive linemen hate that because it's – they're they're in the trenches. It's like fucking holy shit. They're just gonna keep running and keep running, and it's not even for our corners or our safeties or any other our linebackers that are coming down and plugging up those holes. It's us that are getting our knees blown out, mm-hmm. fucking our ankles, our feet stepped on. Like oh, it, it's just bad, right? But then you have the defense on the opposite side that are shutting games down. Hitting quarterbacks, sacking quarterbacks, uh, maybe a turnover here or there, but they hated playing Chicago Bears for those two reasons. Mm-hmm. Coaches hated it. Players hated it. When can we get back to that? I don't know. These kids, they don't even remember those. They were in high school. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Oh, but, you know, I'll take it. Awful wins, an awful win. Terrible games, terrible game, but uh, I don't care. Yeah, I'll I, take it. I'll fucking take it anyway. You're not going to remember any of that at the end of the year. No, a W is a W. However you can get it in the NFL, yep. that's the, what matters. And think about it. One more win, and Flus will have broken his uh, his record. <laughs> right? And then who knows if we win two in a row. Holy uh, shit. He, he may actually break that record, that, too. That might be broken, too. But uh, we got 10 days to prepare for the Lions, um, which is why they held out fields today. Let's be honest. He could have played against New Orleans probably, but no reason to rush him back into that. Exactly. And here's another one that I want to give that I want to remind you. How many times have we won in Orange? Right, right. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that autumnal uh, out, uh, costume or uh, out, uniform, I mean. I mean, Halloween was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you know, I think that's... When we usually sport it, I mean, I would wear my orange Erlacher jersey in orange during Halloween time. Right. <laughs> I mean, so that's just some. Yeah, they call it a, what, an autumn. Uh, check out these stats, uh, Chris. 
Chicago Bears never had a 4,000-yard passer. Uh, they've gone 14 straight seasons without a QB starting every game. Uh, one Pro Bowl quarterback since 1985. Uh, finished last in pass yards seven times since 1970. Most of any team. Holy shit. Yeah, now there's something about... I know they were a running team, but come on. So when we're, we're fucking bad, we are bad. I mean, we just never ever had a quarterback in this in this on this team. It's just one of those things that no one has ever prioritized, I guess. So what do we do in the draft? Well, that's the thing. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, every the whole Chicago world is scared to death over Poles' endorsement of Eberflus because it is uh it, it was indicative and it looked it looked genuine. You know that. He loves Eberflus and wants to bring him back. So, if uh, the thought is, if you know he wins, he won this game. We could beat uh, Arizona. We could beat uh, Green Bay. We could beat Minnesota. And if anyone along those, uh, the rest of our schedules tanking, uh, like Green Bay and stuff, you know, anyway, Flus could end up with five, six wins. Um, might be enough to save his job. I, I personally don't think so. I, I don't think so either. I don't think he's doing enough to uh, – it's just a product that isn't enough. I know you don't have all the talent, but they should be They should be winning a lot more games. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, uh, who is it, Curb, uh, Curb Street, the uh, commentator without Michaels? Oh, yeah. He was just saying, you know, like – Towards the end, like this Chicago team has a lot of talent. It's starting to improve. I agree. They're starting to come together. It's nice to watch them, but, uh, but you know, someone mentioned they're not fun like last year. Last year they were a lot of fun. It was uh, it was great watching Fields run. It was great, you know, having that explosiveness. And now it's not as, uh, you know, it's not as fun. I have to be honest. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that you have to remember. I mean, going back, like you we you mentioned earlier, you know, it's not, it, even this win tonight it wasn't pretty, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't something like, you know, we're going to celebrate and fucking say, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, that's bare football. No. But you have to take and stride all the things that they were able to accomplish, at least. I'm going to, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna give the where credit is due to those the areas that I think won the game, which is Foreman, Gordon, and and Sweat, yeah, and maybe even throw oh, the line give Kyra, yeah, no linebackers, you know. Uh, very impressed though overall. I I really uh, was happy with that win. Um, ugly, but I'll take it. Uh, so next week, any any predictions at all? Uh, what are you thinking? Let's see. Next week we got um, we have the Lions, right? Yes. Holy shit! I mean. They yeah. gotta win the division. Yeah, they're gonna... finally going to win the division. I don't know when the last time they won it was maybe Barry Sanders. Holy shit! Yeah, who won last year? Minnesota, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's holy a, shit! That's man. a team we might be able to beat this year without uh, without Kirk Cousins. Yeah, 
But with the Lions, I mean, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're great in all, all areas. Special teams, offense, defense. I just can't believe that they are fucking doing it with Jared fucking golf. I mean, I, I just, I'm amazed. I think it's just because, well, in the NFL, you survive with a line. He has a line. He's able to accomplish his, you know, his reads and his throws and all of that. And with us, if we can apply pressure, maybe, and we have your boy back in, in the captain's seat, JF, and he's not just not just throwing it or running, but he's doing everything that he can to survive and, and keep his job. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and I'm excited to see him come back. You know, I mean, Fields comes back and lights up the, the Lions, which we've seen it happen this year. Um, shit, everything gets spun on its head. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> if we beat the Lions, and they, then they're projecting us to maybe even tie the division? I don't know what the fuck. Uh, any chance you think they'll keep Aberflus? No, I just... I mean, you sent me an article earlier this week, and I read a little bit of it. I think I just replied with stupid. Um, it made a little sense, but at the same time, it didn't to me. I just took from that article, I just said, there's just no way. I mean, what is it? So he adds to six wins, and... 20-something losses. I I just don't see how you can survive as a head coach. I really don't. Uh-huh. You have to make some changes. You have to make... And it's always that. If it's not the head coach, it's the quarterback. If it's not the quarterback, it's the head coach. You have to make some changes. Especially now. Because... I mean, for God's sake, we're playing a fucking game in Spain. Yeah. My thought is if uh, they do keep Eberflus, which I don't want them to do, uh, but if they do, then uh, that means they have to keep Fields. I mean, what's the point? Um, but if you're going to draft a new rookie quarterback, don't let don't let Eberflus and uh, Getsy try to develop him. I mean, they're no. just going to ruin another quarterback. It's not okay. Um, but I guess we got a long time to see what's going to happen here. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Roquan Smith, did you read about the, his comments? Yeah, made? I read a little bit, and he 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 took the the low the low road. Man, it makes me so happy just knowing my career is not going down the drain. So I read the entire uh, article, and and they, and 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 with in some credit to him, he was trying his best to uh, say it in the most polite way possible. But I still uh, felt that the message was clear, and that was you know that he. Uh, you know, was happy his career's not going on the drain, but I thought it was disingenuous of him because, you know, he's made it very clear that uh, the article pointed out how much, how shocked he was when he was traded and how hurt he was by it and how, how scared he was to approach a new team. And I'm like, well, that's all bullshit. He didn't want to play for our team. He made it very clear. I get that he uh, is, yeah. very, is very good, but this... Uh, this notion that uh, that we betrayed him in some capacity—none of that's true. Um, but 
regarding his comments, do you think... Um, so there's two schools of thought on this. I thought it was a little bit unclassy of him to, to uh, badmouth his old team, his uh, the team that drafted him. Um, but there are uh, others who believe that uh, teams do it to players all the time. They don't give a shit about players. And why on earth do they? Uh, does he need to be loyal to the Bears? What, well, what have they done? Yes and no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna agree and disagree on the points that I think that we both stand on. And I think as a player, when you're playing, because you never know where your career is going to end. I mean, Baltimore might be solid right now for him, but he might be released. He might be replaced by another young pup. I mean, he's had his own issues. The Bears were, I mean, they were really, really uh, considerate. I think even before, you know, the whole uh, mental health piece, the component, because he had some time off. And no one wanted to disclose what those things were happening. Personal, I think personal time off. You know, he held out. There was a lot of things that were going on with this kid. But Chicago was able to hold on and gave gave him that room, that margin for error or for that that room to to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves. I just think that as a player, players have to be careful what they say. And they have to be careful because guess what? Chicago drafted him. So he's got to be thankful for that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. And, and the other thing is, they gave him an opportunity. They gave him a shot. Yes, did he earn it a little, uh, a little ways? Of course. He's a player. But take the high road, man. Understand that when you talk about a franchise, you're not just talking about the Chicago Bears. You're talking about players that play for that franchise, that have played in the past for this franchise. I mean, we are the franchise. Take it however you want to take it, but guess what? We have the most Hall of Fame players ever on the Chicago Bears, on all 32 teams. We have the most Hall of Famers. That means something. That means something. So just remember that shit. Because if you are ever selected for the Hall of Fame, what are you going to go into? Maybe Baltimore, if you have more years playing on that. But if you don't, they're probably going to say, I want to go in as Chicago Bear. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I Be careful. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I understand both points of view as well. I didn't care for it, but, you know, I'm a little bitter as well. Well, yeah. Any other topics, buddy, you want to cover? I think, I think that wraps up everything I needed to talk about today. No, I just think that, uh, Again, I'm going to say that we have a good fucking team. We have good players. Our coaching sucks. We got to change that shit. But I think Chicago Bears have a have a dilemma. I think it's healthy to have two fucking good quarterbacks on your team. And if they both have to play amongst each other to 
make sure that one has got the job and the other one is backing them up. I think if they can establish that relationship together, I think they could fucking make a good, good team, good duel. I just, is it ego? I mean, why, why on earth did they not hand the ball off a hundred times today? I mean, that's all you had to do to beat this team. That's it. Is it ego? You got to show the world and the national audience that I know how to design plays. It just, I, I, I don't know. I just thought they could have just kept running and running and running by the fourth quarter. That defense would have been exhausted. But it's okay. If we beat a bad team like we always do, it'll be a far more energetic and impressive game next week if we win our podcast next week if we beat Detroit. Oh, that would be that would probably that's going to be our Super Bowl. If yeah, we do that. and you know me, I'll I'll believe it. I'll I'll spend the next ten days getting myself hyped up, thinking it might be possible, and then uh, you know, and then we get hit fucking with reality and right. like, holy shit, we do suck. <laughs> we fucking do suck. We might be the worst team. Yeah, and that first half was scary. And then the, the there in the fourth quarter when I thought they were going to lose the game. Oh, my goodness. And then Sandborg couldn't get that game-ending catch. Oh, my God. I thought, here we go. That's Chicago Bear football for yep. you. Yep. Every other team makes that interception, and the game ends. Not us. Not us. That's, <laughs> just, it, that's just how the, the cards are played with yeah. us. Yeah. Well, all right, my friend. Thank you again for joining me for another episode of Bearing It All with Mark and Chris. Listeners, please join us next week for uh, a Bears victory podcast after we destroy the Lions. <laughs> I am excited to see that and uh, earn the respect of the country. Um, and then that's it. You guys have a great day. Chris, any last words? No, good night and fucking guess what? Bears till I die. <laughs> bears forever. Go Bears. Hey, yeah, go Bears all day, every day. The Bears. 